Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and what's next. It's a show that asks questions and peels back the layers of our average everyday experience and goes beyond scratching the surface. We interview people doing incredible things who are making a difference around the globe. Join me as we listen in and get one step closer to understanding that big ideas shared create collaboration. Collaboration can inspire community, and communities create social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next interview is a, a, about a film called Ladybuds. You can find out more about the film at ladybudsmovie.com. Uh, it, it, uh, the interviews with th- uh, three different women, three, uh, uh, I'm going to say very powerful women uh, who have a, a marvelous uh, story to tell. And this, this film follows uh, a group of women, actually, who are, I'm going to call them small farmers. I'm going to call them entrepreneurs and activists. I hope that's okay, CJ. But uh, what we have here today on the show on Face to Face, Chris uh, Rosu or CJ uh, Tia Rodriguez, and we have Sue Taylor as well, who you're going to want to um, lean in on her story just because of uh, her past and and what she came out of. She talks about herself being a goody two shoes and winding up uh, in the cannabis uh, uh, industry. Uh, th- this is a film about uh, about coming out of the shadows, as CJ says. It's about choice and about education. It's it's about it's about being our authentic selves and uh, about women who are the backbone of this industry. It's very focused on California and what's happening there and what's going to continue to happen there. But uh, you know, it's about policy and it's about uh, grassroots activism and, and about sticking to it actually and oh a very fascinating thing about uh, you know this uh, this thing being held over sort of from regulation this recriminalization uh, connected to compliance and you're you're probably gonna have to watch the film or at least listen to the interview to get a better sense on that counterculture we touch on that the war on drugs and what that actually means we talk about um, you know elders wisdom and, uh, and and about addressing elephants in the room and 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 sue and CJ both talk uh, uh, about total health and 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 how important it is, as Sue reminds us, we don't we don't need to convince people. It's it's really about about educating uh, people. And so uh, there's just so much uh, passion in this uh, this interview and this podcast. I, I know you're going to enjoy it. And look for the film. It's uh, it's it's playing at Hot Docs. Uh, if you're listening to this post May the 9th, uh, make sure you check out the website uh, for more information ab- uh, 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 about the film and, and about those uh, involved in the making of the film, ladiesmovie.com. And find out more about CJ's background as well and, and the work that she's been doing as a filmmaker 
filmmaker and a writer and a producer. This was so much fun, not only to watch, but uh, once again, one of those interviews that that you just kind of wish could have gone on uh, for for much longer. So so don't touch that dial and uh, lean in uh, on uh, Ladybuds. And don't forget davidpecklive.com for more information about my writing and my public speaking. You can get a copy of Real Change is Incremental there. You can also sign up for our newsletter for Face to Face. We've uh, I've, I've moved everything now under one umbrella, so I no longer am in a few different places digitally online. davidpecklive.com. You can get there uh, through at the old face2facelive.ca address. Uh, but more importantly, um, like I said, please sign up on the uh, for the, the email newsletter. We only send out six a year. Share this with family and friends. Mediate us if you can. We would love for you to get us out on Instagram, share share this interview. And please, this is a big ask, but honestly, it will take all of about 45 seconds. We even have a link on the website. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, we really, uh, or Spotify, or, or however you're getting to this interview, we would really greatly appreciate it. A uh, thumbs up and, a, and a, um, a subscription on YouTube too would be would be really welcome. But uh, for now, stay tuned. Uh, coming right up, Chris uh, Russo, Tia Rodriguez, and Sue Taylor talking about their uh, wonderful, fun, entertaining, and uh, challenging new film, Ladybuds. Well, welcome to Face to Face. We're joined by three very special guests here with us today. And this is always a treat for me when when I can, and it's a little weird on Zoom, but it's it's always a treat when I can actually have sort of a community-like conversation. So uh, we have uh, CJ, uh, director of the new film, Ladybuds, that's uh, going to have its world premiere at Hot Docs here with us today. Sue Taylor and uh, Chio Rodriguez is here as well to talk about this film. And I'm guessing a whole uh, host of other things. So thank you all for joining me today. So glad to be here. Thanks for having us. Well, you're very welcome. And like I said, uh, before we hit hit the button, I just want to say to my listeners and to uh, hopefully we're picking up some new ones, maybe with the subject matter, you never know, wink, wink. Um, uh, I love this film. It's, it's so much fun. It's, it's, uh, it's about so many things. And, and, you know, I love, I love movies that are layered and that seem to be about one thing and then actually just are this beautiful reminder that there's so much more going on than meets the eye. Mm-hmm. CJ, can you give a bit of context for us? For me, this was a film about, you know, education and, 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 and big business. It's about pain management. It's about big pharma and, and, and relationships. It's about family. It's, I mean, I don't even know where to start. So are you, you know, I, so many questions I have for you, but I'd love it if you could give us a bit of context for our listeners. Sure. And that's such a compliment to hear that the film is about all those things for you because cannabis is a very complex topic. (laughs) And I wanted to tell the story from different points of view. And um, when I noticed that there were a lot of women uh, in cannabis um, back in 2016, when cannabis was on the ballot in California for recreational to go legal, I was really intrigued. Um, I started interviewing women up and down the state at different cannabis uh, conventions and events. And what I- is so funny. I know, it was (laughs) farmer's markets. Yeah, that's right. All in California, right? So um, I came to soon realize that women were the backbone of the industry. There were um, more women entrepreneurs in this space than I'd ever seen before. And I knew that there was something special here and very interesting because you know we're, we tend to think from the media that this is a bro culture. And I really wanted to portray 
the story of legalization through the eyes of, of women in California. So, um, so after interviewing about a hundred women, I, I, I decided, wow. you know, these were the six women that were, uh, everybody in cannabis is very interesting, by the way, <laughs> these women spoke to How different. Come that doesn't surprise me, CJ. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. Uh, actually the stories that we have in California, because these people, people have been cultivating the plant for decades. So it's pretty rich for storytelling. So I landed on following these six women and they invited me to their, their farms and I was invited into their homes. And it soon became very, I knew it was going to be a very personal story, right. even though it was about legalization. I think it's really important to break it down to an emotional human level with storytelling, which is why um, you know, it could change hearts and minds. So that was that was my approach. I was very um, committed to to that. And so the framework of the film, because you could film a documentary for years, so we needed to oh. come up with a framework, or else I would still be filming. So it was the one year leading up to legalization in California. It was it was legalized in 2016. So 2017 was actually leading up to when it was going to be turned on in 2018. Then it was 2000. So, so it was one year leading up to legalization and then the year following in the lives of these women to see how they transitioned from mm. the underground market into the regulated market. And they had all been operating in some way or another in cannabis, whether they were an activist or working um, in the dispensary, uh, you know, talking about wellness with elders or farmers. Uh, I wanted to bring all these different kinds of points of view of cannabis to the story. And, and really this is a California story of legalization. Um, what, I love, what, what I love about, even though it's so rooted in this, uh, well, I, I suppose a few com communities, but a fairly small uh, amount of geography really that you cover when you think of, you know, global implications. But, but I think what I love about your story is there's so many universal truths mm -hmm. that, that, that come out of this, you know, mm -hmm. that, that, that it's, it's, it's really not a film about cannabis. You know what I mean? Like, which is so interesting, right? From, from the, like, even from your establishing shots, which are so wonderful, by the way, with all the bags. And I just thought I was watching an episode of Narcos there for a second. I wasn't, I wasn't sure what was going on. You know, it's uh, yeah, no, it was really. I wanted to turn it on its head, you know, cause we're always <laughs> these guys and these gangsters and, you know, the cartels and like, it yeah. really is about women too. And it's about women, business women and women who have been the, the medicine makers and the healers and the cultivators. And, you know, like you're saying, the universal truths, it's about having the courage to take risks, to, to go for your dreams, knowing that it's risky, you know, to, that it's about coming out of shadows and wanting to be your authentic self out in the open. Yeah. So for me, as a queer filmmaker, I found it fascinating that they kept using the term coming out of the shadows. So it was, it was kind of a no brainer and very intriguing for me to come upon a community that I could actually relate to, you know, wanting to be out in the open with doing something that they love to do and just being yeah. themselves. You can really see the passion there. I mean, I mean, again, this, I mean, farm farmers, so many lessons to learn here for, for the, for not only the small farmer, but I, I would imagine just the, the family farmer as well. Sue, I, I, I love, I think it's a, a CJ, you sort of end the film with a, a radio host that calls herself mom, I believe, you know, yeah. And this, the message is stay focused. And Sue, I think, you're talking about, um, what is it? Stay positive. 
you know, stay on message. And you've been, you've been at this a long time. I've got so many questions for you, especially your goody two shoes uh, comment early on in the film. I want to, I want to explore that a little bit. What happened anyway? Tell me, tell me, tell me about that, that stick, as my dad would say, that stick intuitiveness. I mean, you have been so committed to this for, for so many years. Where, where do you, where, where does that come from? Where does that, that passionate sort of commitment come come out of can you talk about that a wee bit yes and your name is david correct it is yes hey david um well as i've stated before uh, if someone had told me i'd be working in the cannabis industry 12 years you've been smoking too much right you've been smoking too much i didn't choose it i didn't choose this path I didn't choose the path of being the trusted face of medical cannabis. I didn't choose the path of uh, being an advocate for seniors uh, or for anyone in the cannabis industry. It chose me. It chose me. And how I know it chose me, David, is because how I feel inside when I'm doing the work. People have asked me, oh, you've been on a uh, this mission to get an illegal cannabis dispensary for 12 years. What made you stick to it that long? That most people, I would have quit. Most people would have quit. Never dawned on me to quit. You know why? Because it comes from the heart. It came from here. It came from within, not from out there. Now, initially, the universe knew I wouldn't have nothing to do with cannabis. Nothing to do with cannabis. I didn't grow up with it. You know, it was it was it was illegal. Don't bring it, don't bring it into our house. But when my son said he wanted to go into the industry, I said, I'm not gonna lose him the drugs in all these years, I'm not gonna lose him now. So it changed my mind. It changed my mind. Uh the work on trying to save him. It was me. It was me who needed the enlightenment, not him. So good. So, so it just, one thing after the other, the more I got involved in it, the more I learned about cannabis. And so it, it's become my passion and love to pass that knowledge from being a person who says, don't bring that into, no, you're a loser if you're messing with drugs. To becoming an advocate, to becoming an advocate. And every woman in that film, David, they operate from the heart. It's good, yeah. Then without. You seek within, then you, 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 you pass it out. And that's what this plant does. That's what this plant does. And I, uh, Chris has captured that because she went into our lives that we are human beings. You know, I'm a person of color, I'm a woman, and I'm an elder. You see, and I'm thriving, and I'm thriving well. And the cannabis has taught me. I so love, Sue, thank you, that's so great. I love your generosity and your grace. I it, it, This film, CJ, for me was about education as well. I mean, talk about, you know, I've studied philosophy all my life and, and it's, uh, Every time I pick up a new book, I'm just I just go, wow, I wish I had more time. 
Like there's, there's no uninteresting subject, right? And so, Sue, I think it seems, all of you, I, I think, it's about peeling back layers for others, for policymakers, for, 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 for school teachers, for parents, for religious faith-based communities to say, hang on a minute here, there's something else going on, you know? And it's time to look at this, this medicine uh, in in a different way, the 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 connotation of drug and turning it. CJ, your comment about turning it on its head is is so well taken. The brown paper bag at the beginning is hilarious. By the way, I love the cash coming out of the brown paper bag. Um, Chia, hey, can can you talk a little bit about that passion that that Sue is talking about as well? I mean, is that it? It seems to me you've got a pretty deep commitment to this industry and to to where you've been and 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 I suppose where you're heading. Uh, and again, so many questions for you too. We're just so not going to have enough time. <laughs> well, thanks, David. Um, well, I am a daughter of the industry. Really, my father was a cultivator. Both my husband and I are second generation cultivators. We've been doing this work um, at our own farm uh, for quite a long time. We're going into our 23rd cultivation season. And so, you know, really, no matter what I do, I'll never be able to get away from this plant. It is just part of my life. Um, it's part of my destiny. So you're what um, they call you're you're what they refer to in the film as an OG, I believe. <laughs> I've never heard that expression before. That was I learned a ton in this film, by the way, CJ, but that was hilarious. I thought, OG. anyway, sorry, I interrupted you. Well, I don't consider myself really an OG <laughs> because I think my parents' generation are really the OGs. Those are the people that you, you know, that you ask advice from. Those are the people you learn from. Right. Those are the people that gave us the plants uh, that started our whole farm, you know. And so we have to play homage to to that mm, legacy nice. and heritage that we that we're perpetuating. I mean, really, that's what we're doing is we're keeping keeping the culture alive. Um, and it's, it's a challenge these days to, to do that. Uh, <laughs> it's been proven to be, be quite, uh, an interesting industry. So. I, I bet. I mean, CJ, your comment about the, the storytelling and the richness of it all is, is, uh, it's revealing and fascinating. I think it's a, it's a comment for all of us just to look a little closer, you know, and to pay, pay attention to the stories around us. You know, it, it, it really is. Who, who would have thought that you could have made a feature length doc about cannabis, but wow, it's right. Just, and you, and with such focus too, you know, it's, 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 you know, CJ, did you, did you see this film when you started out? Did you see it as having all these layers? I mean, this commentary on, 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 on racism, on sexism, on all these things. It's just, it's really quite remarkable. The, 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 the places you go. Thank you so much. It's inherently layered cannabis. I mean, because of the fraught history mm. of our country and the war on drugs um, to, you know, um, wellness, to the laws, to it being legally um, a schedule one drug in the United yeah. States. Like it's not really legal. It's just regulated. And right. So, and so now it's become a commodity. And, um, you know, I identify with counterculture. I've had a relationship with cannabis since high school. Um, I was really taken by uh, the communities up north, the back to the landers who are stewards of the land who just wanted to live off the grid and they discovered cannabis as a means to afford their lifestyle. Mm. And then the small towns up north were just putting their, um, you know, their money back into the community. 
So the, yeah, from the economy to the compassion element to uh, you know the history of, of racism around you know cannabis and incarceration. Incarceration, yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's it's very layered. So my film is you know touches the scratches the surface. You know, everybody in cannabis deserves their own feature film, and there's so many so much education that can be, you know, conveyed about cannabis. So uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful that who, whoever watches the film gets some inspiration, gets a little education, um, understands the history and the heritage of California. And now as it's rolling out across the country with over, I think we're up to 36 states that have legalized the plant in some fashion, whether it's medical or recreational, this is, it, it's a sea change. The time is now. So, um, and the story's not over. Story's mm. Yeah, it seems seems like it's just starting. Yeah, and and you know, in a way, this is a cautionary tale to per, perhaps other states and 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 policymakers on how to do things differently. You know, California is uh, overregulating. This is probably the uh, the only crop in history that's this heavily regulated in the in in the country in in the United States. Um, and, you know, they were created to ultimately not support the operators that had been in doing this. The cultivators have been doing this for years and it opened the doors to big business and people commoditizing the plant and, you know. Um, well, does, does, CJ, and, and for anyone to answer too, but doesn't someone, and I can't remember who it is in the film, but but talks about how this form of, as you say, overregulation almost becomes another, a different kind of policing. It's, it's, it's a different, it's a, it's a, it's a free market like war on drugs, if you will. Oh, I think yeah, she- we're more, we are more afraid of the BCC and CDFA, which are the regulating agencies here in California than we were of helicopters. You know, <laughs> they can come do an inspection with zero notice at any time, which is, not necessarily a problem. It's just, it's nerve wracking. There's so many little things to keep track of constantly from the paperwork to the track and trace to, you know, so many factors that, um, yeah, it has become, that has become the fear instead of, you know, the previous fears during the war on drugs and the Reagan era of helicopters and, and all that. Right. Um, I, th I think this question's for any of you, but Chia and Sue, the, the regulation, the paperwork, the, the the licensing, the things, Sue, that you had to put up uh, with to to get to where you were. I love the the shot of the, I'm so glad, CJ, you got the shot of the the, the, the dispensary before anything had happened. This, this Amazing, sort right? of shell of a building, I guess, not even a shell of a building, just a shell. Uh, but but it's a great image for for us to, to see you know what what are some of the challenges and some of the hurdles um is is or are these rules and regulations do you think intentional to keep the small farmer out do you, like or is it just that ridiculous orwellian like you know red tape that just seems to get wrapped up all over the place i mean Cal california clearly has a complicated history fraud is such a great word cj um, so, so, so yeah, is it, is it, is it by design? I mean, uh, Chi can speak to this a little bit. I, I, from my pr perspective, I feel like there's this holdover from the punitive side of thinking like right. these, 
like the farmers that, you know, pre-legalization are perceived as criminals in a way. And right, now right. Stigma, moving over right. to the other side. So that, you know, to Chia's point, the helicopters are there for a different reason. Now they just find them tens of thousands of dollars. And it's hard for a small farmer to afford uh, any any bills like that. And so to Chia's point, she can speak a little bit more like the regulators are just, um, you know, by default, favoring uh, companies that can afford to throw money at uh, problems that come come across. Um, and there is discrimination. I think there's even a line in the film saying legalization is the recriminalization of. That's of right. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Let's Chia. Um, you, I'm sure because she grew up in Mendocino. She's seen it all. Yeah. You know, I feel like, yeah, recriminalization. That's a really good word for it. It's like, I feel like the, the regulating agencies feel like they're regulating criminals, you know, and bringing them, them forward. You know, we get treated like that. We have to stand in line just to go pay my county taxes. You walk into a building and there's a sign with a cannabis leaf with an arrow so you're basically advertising to everybody else in the room that you have a pocket full of cash that you're coming in to pay your taxes with. Right. It doesn't feel very safe. We're still definitely discriminated against. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, that's uh, that's kind of kind of troubling in a way, right? It's like does the spotlight come on as you step in, up and into the queue? Um, yeah, recriminalization. So I never I never thought of that uh, there would be a day when we'd be talking about big cannabis in a sense, but isn't that, what is, hmm, I don't know if you, any of you can talk about that, but the, I know a few farmers who live not too far from me, the challenges that farming presents, never mind all the administration, right? Just getting the soil and, and just supply chain and uh, the weather and so many factors that must affect families that ultimately are going to affect people like Sue at the dispensary level. Um, I'd love to, love love to hear a little bit more about that. I mean, Chia, you've been around for many many years doing this. Uh, are are those fair observations? Yes, for sure. I mean, in in farming, you know, we used to be outside all day long, and now I have to be behind a computer for a good portion of every day. Um, whether it just be track and trace, which is a constant, you know, you have a, a plant dyer, you decide that you don't want to keep that male around or, or whatever the, the case might be, you have to constantly be doing that work to make sure that you're always in compliance. And so, you know, aside from the pest pressures, uh, especially here in California, uh, as the summer gets hotter and hotter and fire season is mm. definitely a big problem. The stressors in other, in other ways are, are huge. Um, you know, just kind of trying to protect ourselves from wildfires just, you know, it, for now more than half of the year is a huge, um, piece of the puzzle as well. And so, yeah, it, you know, farming is not for the, the faint of heart. You know, you got to be really on your game. You're always looking at things under the microscope. You've got to walk, you know, walk the farm multiple times a day to make sure that you're keeping track of every little detail. Well, Sue's, Sue's comment earlier about it coming, you know, coming from the the, the inside, that that passion, it's, it's got to be in your blood uh, on a variety of levels, it, it seems to me, you know, there's it just... really is. Yeah, it really is. Well, my husband is really the, 
you know, he's the magic maker on the farm. He's done so much of the breeding in the past. Um, you know, it's, it's sometimes happens, things happen by accident and you find right. these, uh, you know, amazing little unicorns there, <laughs> but, um, but really, you know, he has the passion of the breeding and has that long-term vision of what he's looking for in a, you know, in the product and the strains and stuff. And, and I've been kind of like, keeping the beauty alive on the farm and planting lots of flowers and herbs and doing all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, you know, we make a, we make a good team. Yeah, I bet. Um, it just struck me as you were saying, you know, planting herbs on the farm. I just never thought I'd see this day where I'd be having such a measured, thoughtful conversation about weed. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, where we've come from and where, and where we're heading to. Sue, can you, Tell us a little bit about as you educate, as you uh, uh, talk to others about the medicinal uh, properties of, of cannabis and so on. What what are some of them? Hmm, what are some of the challenges or the critics? What are the critics saying to you? You know, I saw that shot of you kind of giving a PowerPoint presentation on the benefits uh, of of cannabis. I think in the film. And um, do you get cornered? You know, ever is somebody saying, what are you doing in the cannabis industry? You should know. Oh, oh, oh boy. Uh, Dave, you just brought, brought to mind. It doesn't happen very often, but this one I'll never forget. I was invited to speak uh, at some organization. I kind of forgot where it was. <clears throat> and uh, I was going to talk about, of course, seniors and medical cannabis. And when I got done, oh, it was one of the commission on aging. I'm, I'm a commission on aging for the county, right? And uh, uh, that guy was on the, this older guy, uh, he was on the commission as well. So he knew me. And so when I finished, he stood up in front of everybody and said, how dare you and you, are supposed to be a metaphysical minister talking about drugs. How dare you? You're going straight to the devil. I said, oh my God. You know, that's what he said to me. And um, thank God the person who invited me challenged him and put him in his place and apologize right. to me so I could I could I could go on, you know, but it um uh that was the the one thing I'll I'll never forget. But it's it's been challenging for me at the in the beginning because because I too had those same thoughts. I too had that stigma. Right. See, of that's, course. Why, that's why I've been so successful in this space of educating is because I was once there. Mm, so good. I was once there. So when I'm doing presentations, I automatically address the elephant in the room. I don't wait for it to come to me. Um, you know, I, I talk and this is, and David, this is what I do. I don't try to convince anybody of anything. I just educate for those who are ready, who have the consciousness, who is ready to listen. I say, first off, if what you're doing is working, you don't need to hear anything I have to say. But if what you're doing, if you're feeling great about 
being where you are and who you are at this stage of the game, don't change a thing. But if you were on two medications that have now graduated to 15 or 20, mm. you want to listen. If you want to know about alternative medicines, such as cannabis, acupuncture, meditation, yoga, total health and well-being, please listen. I educate. I don't convince. And one thing that has also made me very successful at it, David, is because I genuinely care about humankind. Mm, I, I don't have to know you. I don't have to know you. As they say, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. You I'm see? Not, it's so it good, comes, Sue. Yeah, it's it, it, it comes to, I remind people of who they are. I remind people what they have forgotten. The perfect human being that is their birthright. You see, it's not just about the cannabis. It's not just about the acupuncture or whatever. It's about developing a whole human being, the person you came here to be. Cannabis can help that. If you get them out of the fog of all these drugs that we are actually on, then you become clear-minded from within first, then without. You develop here. So it's great advice for, for, for us all. Educate, don't convince. I mean, right? Plant again, sort of coming full circle. Plant those seeds. Let them let them do the work that that I don't know. The 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 you're, you're the metaphysical minister. The cosmos is in, was intended to do right. It's uh yeah no that's that's a that's a that's a beautiful way to look at it. I love that a film about cannabis is we're we're kind of coming to the end talking about total health of our country. Mm -hmm. I mean that's that really is a, a beautiful thing. CJ, I would love. Uh, sadly, we're going to have to wrap up in a second here. Um, what do you, what do you learn as a filmmaker? I mean, you must have, uh, and I, I bet I bet you've got some new friendships as a result of this film as well. I mean, I just I love the the relational thread that comes out in this film. The intimacy of it all is really quite quite lovely. Could could you tell us a little bit about? Um, and maybe that's a nice dovetail into what's next for you as well. Oh, thank you so much. Well, I mean, it's been uh, I've been so appreciative to be welcomed into the community. I feel a part of it now and into the lives of these women and to really um, understand uh, what drives them. Mm. You know, it, it was a challenging film to follow all these women at once. Uh, but a lot of stories. Uh, a lot of stories. Um, but I was really committed to, you know, um, bringing, giving them voice uh, in, a, in a space where, again, you don't normally see women um you know and and also really shine the light even bigger on the whole big business versus little business thing to me and hits home to support local farmers local businesses women-owned businesses um i am developing a few uh, new docu-series and projects around uh, the stories of the film that have been so inspiring to me. I'm always uh, going to be very committed to telling women's stories. I'm very committed to telling um, LGBTQ stories. And um, we'll see. It's an exciting moment to be promoting the film and having people see it after all these years. So, Well, uh, each, one, each one of these women could be their own docuseries, it seems to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
rich, rich material. Hey, last question. Um, you, you're you're going to have an impact. You've already had an impact without a doubt, but uh, is there any kind of campaign that, 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 that uh, you're thinking about, Sue, you're thinking about, yeah, about, uh, about more, more education, or are you just going to let the film do its work? Well, with the film, we're working on a social impact campaign. Um, given the pandemic, it's thrown a wrench into oh, yeah. the plans. Uh, we were looking forward to traveling with the film and having panels and bringing right. you know, these amazing women around the country, potentially around the world, to um, you know have those conversations around cannabis about about you know um, fixing the harms from the war on drugs or you know policy making and yeah, absolutely. Uh, or, women entrepreneurship. Um, so we're still working on this social impact campaign uh, in terms of the, what the film is doing. And then I'll let the women speak to what their, their ideas are from here. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, um, doing this, this film is, is a launching uh, thing for me because number one, um, I do plan to, uh, promote on a larger level uh, uh, about the, the wholeness of the body, body, right. mind, and spirit. Um, uh, using my, my products, I've developed a, a brand with the company. I know we talk about, I've partnered with a, a company, a big company, and what's important about that is called the Glasshouse Group. They are in line with my vision of where I wanna go with it, with, with the Mama Sue products. I want Mama Sue to become a household name the Glasshouse Group and Mama Sue product, a household name of health and wellness, not just to being about just the cannabis, not being about just one thing, but the all of it, body, mind, and spirit. And if anybody is going to save this world, it's going to be the energy of young people and the wisdom of the elders making better families, better communities, better governments, resulting in a better world. That's, that's my vision. It's a pretty and good that's, vision, Sue. That's my launch. That, that's, that's my launch. That's so amazing. Going back to who they are. Yeah, it's so good. I love that, the, the youthful energy with the elderly wisdom. It's, uh, that's got to be a log line, CJ, for something. Yes, that's a great yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah my, how about... It feels like. Gia, can you can you talk at all about? I mean, you're clearly having an impact from from what I can tell, and in, in the work that you guys are doing. But do do you see any sort of uh, sort of social impact implications for you in the near future? Well, definitely, this film has brought light to um, small farmers like myself mm. and my, the group of farmers that I that I help and organize. Um, and what I guess my goal would be is that um, people really recognize and, and honor the legacy that has been built and that small farmers really do hold up the communities. And it's really important, it's very vital that we uh, purchase products from small farmers and um, sure. give them the support that they deserve. Yeah, pay fair wages. I love Again, CJ, I just love all the things you touch on in this film, man. Seriously, it's just this, this is this should be uh, viewing in, in international development courses, uh, economic courses. I mean, seriously, like there's so many layers here. It's uh, I'd like to see the workbook on Lady Buds. That's what I want to see. 
uh, the, the, the course curriculum that's going to be developed. Yeah. Wow. That's a real compliment. Thank you so much for having us, David. Yeah, what a pleasure having you here today. We've been talking with uh, Chris, CJ Russo, uh, Chia Rodriguez, and Sue Taylor about their uh, wonderful, fun, and uh, engaging new film, Ladybuds. Uh, world premiere at Hot Docs. Get your tickets now. You heard it here on Face to Face. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. 